This episode of the Hubcast is brought to you by all of the calories being consumed in America this week. Happy Thanksgiving, everyone. Welcome back, everybody. Thanksgiving is here. And while this episode is airing during the holiday, you can be assured that your favorite Hubcast hosts are busy getting stuffed with delicious food. But because we love you, we wanted to bring you this mini app with Stephanie Bioki and Nick Bennett. Welcome, guys. Hey, hey. Hey, hey. I'm thankful for you guys. I'm thankful for you too. Yeah, we're thankful that you asked us to do this. Oh, this is going to be such a mushy, gushy episode. It's going to be great. <laughs> mushy, gushy, like mashed potatoes and gravy. Mm. Stuffing. Oh, yeah. Can't wait. It's uh, It's been an amazing year, I would say, in the HubSpot world. And we just wanted to take this time, this mini little episode, to share what we're thankful for. Steph, what, what are you thankful for, like, this year, recently in HubSpot land? You know, as, as we were prepping for this episode, I ran through a lot of little <laughs> options of things I might be thankful for. I, fact is, like, I'm thankful for a lot. I mean, HubSpot offers such a, like, comprehensive set of tools and education and ways to connect. And so, like, there's so many little things I could be thankful for. Um, folders is up on my list, specifically yes. now having folders and workflows. Um, <laughs> I, I won't truly be thankful for folders until we have them everywhere, including calls to action. Um, but right Great. now, I think I'm most thankful for HubSpot user groups because we just had our final HubSpot user group in Chicago uh, of 2019. We had our final event um, two days ago. And we had, gosh, 170 something people register and like 75, 80 people came. And we had um, seven different members come and give five minute talks about what they've done this year, what they're proud of, things with sales, marketing, video, business strategy. And the HubSpot Academy has a lot of really cool educational resources and the tools are great. Uh, but what the user groups have that HubSpot provides through budget and through structure and through helping leaders like me is a really cool place for us to learn from each other. Yeah. And I'm so thankful for that. Yeah. And if any of our listeners don't know about HubSpot user groups, haven't been to one in your area, they are all over the world. There's 160 of them around the world. And they're yeah. free to go to. Yeah. And yeah. they're and they, you get dinner. Yeah. If and you, you learn all the fun things about marketing and HubSpot. Sometimes yeah. lunch, depending on who. Oh, that's hosting. true. Sometimes breakfast. Yeah. True. Whoa. True. Some people do morning groups. So if you've never checked out or looked for a HubSpot user group in your area, you can find them at academy.hubspot.com slash HubSpot user groups, or just literally Google HubSpot user groups and you'll find it right away. You can search for your city or the city that's closest to you and see upcoming events, sign up for them. Highly recommend that. Good one, Steph. Thanks. Nice. Nikki B, what are you thankful for? You know, there's, there's two things that are on my mind with this and something new and something not new. Road and blue. Oh, okay. <laughs> no, just, just <laughs> no. So <laughs> the new thinking. thing that I just remembered came out as we were, as Stephanie said, as we were prepping for this, I was like, I wonder what is like the newest, coolest HubSpotty thing. Uh, the newest 
coolest HubSpot thing I know about is the new content marketing certification in the HubSpot Academy. Oh. And I love HubSpot certifications. Uh, in my the peak, it was like I had 16. It's, I've been having a hard time carving out time. It's hard, it's to, hard to, to keep, keep them updated keep or to get the new one. Yeah. So I'm really excited. This one has really got me super interested and I want to dive back in and update to the new one. Um, so that's that's something new that I'm really excited about. So thanks, HubSpot. We love content marketing. And, Agreed. Yeah. So I'm excited to see what they did. Uh, hmm. Something old or just something that is not new is the sales tools. I've been using them a lot lately, specifically templates and sequences. And they're just, it just makes life so freaking easy. And I just, I don't know what I would do without them. So Dang, thank you, HubSpot. I'm thankful for people who use the sales tools. Let's <laughs> <Yes>. be honest. <laughs> they're just they're just simple and it's the little things that make your life like, oh, did I remember to follow up with this guy? He never emailed me back. Oh, the sequence is already on top of it. Oh so you should see the tear glistening in Nick's eye. I love it. That's right there. <laughs> what single tear shed. Thank you, HubSpot, for making my life easy. Oh, beautiful. Wow. I'm, I'm feeling all the feels. Oh yeah. Well, this is going to come as no surprise to anybody if you've listened to the episodes, the recent episodes, but this year I am really, really thankful for workflows, specifically contact workflows and all the work that the HubSpot product team has been doing to get them updated to the new workflows engine. So we touched on this a couple episodes ago when they announced this and the new contact workflows engine is being rolled out slowly across portals, mostly because it's a big, big deal. It's a big update. If they would mess it up, it could literally blow things up for people. So that's a good thing that they're rolling it out slowly. If you have a new portal, a brand new portal, you're actually just going to get the new engine um, anyway. If not, it should be before the end of the year that you're getting it. We actually don't even have it in any of our portals yet. But the cool thing is, if you've used deal company ticket workflows, you pretty much already know exactly what it's going to be. It's just going to translate over to contacts. But there's some specifics that I thought it would be fun to dive into um, for how contact workflows are going to get updated and some things that you're going to be able to do with them in some kind of nitty gritty things that they're updating um, and that they've been rolling into the other workflow types that are pretty subtle, but I think are, are really interesting and something that if you're actively using workflows, you need to make sure that you're thinking about and that you know are there. So in the show notes, this is episode 252. Uh, if you go to impactbnd.com slash hubcast, we give a little breakdown of what these updates are. And there's a couple of articles that HubSpot put together for um, how they're going to be rolling out the updates, and then all of the, the nitty-gritty details for those. So the first couple of updates, and, and these are the ones that we mentioned um, in the product update section of our previous episode, were workflows that get updated to the new system will have access to new actions. So these are actions that are currently available in your other workflow types, like go-to action, which is your merging if-then branches, 
So now with contact workflows, if you've got an if then branch and somebody goes down the no branch and then they get to a point where you want to send them to the yes branch, you can do that. That's a big deal. Because <laughs> you can reuse blocks or logic you've already built out and not have to sit there and Finally. redo it. Yeah. about time. I know. It's like the same type of the same situation in chat flows where you're like, oh, just send them to this thing I've already created because HubSpot knows it exists. Exactly. So I love it. And that's like note too, right? If your portal was created after November 5th, you're just on this new system. And so if you've rolled, and then they'll be rolling it out. So November 5th, all you new HubSpotters, you get all the fun stuff. You lucky ducks. Us. Lucky ducks. Same thing with people that are starting with marketing starter they're getting the new landing pages tool, the new drag and drop builder, which none of us have access to, but are going to be getting it rolled out to sometime. Anyway. Karina just did some great air quotes that you couldn't yeah. see. But <laughs> sometime. <laughs> access. I'm also excited. I have seen the new landing page drag and drop editor. I am very excited about it. We'll be very excited when it actually gets rolled out. Anyway, I digress. So you're going to have that go-to action or the merging branches, which is a big deal. It's going to help streamline a lot, a lot of contact workflows, especially I think of it a lot with like nurturing workflows where you start to branch people out based on if they've opened an email or if they've engaged in certain ways. And then, you know, you want to like send them different emails based on that. It's going to, it's going to streamline so many things. Um, so that's awesome. One thing that we're excited about because we use Slack is you now can do Slack notifications um, within a workflow. So you can trigger notifications to channels, to individual users when actions are taken. It's just an action like any other um, any other workflow action. So, you know, if you want to notify sales reps of a new lead or marketers of a new webinar registrant, you can do that. Um, right now I have a workflow that's set up for, uh, deal creation and I wanted to just do a Slack notification, like a contact fills out a form, it creates a deal, then sends a Slack notification to everybody. Instead, I had to create a second workflow <laughs> that said when a deal gets created in this pipeline, in this deal stage, send a Slack notification. So Little things like that are going to be really awesome. If you're using Asana, you can now use a workflow action to create tasks. And really what, what you're seeing with the Slack and the Asana piece is what HubSpot calls workflow extensions, which they've talked about building out more of and hopefully other third-party developers will be building out more of where you're going to be able to essentially you know, rather than having Zapier have to do a lot of things or, or another program like that, um, you're essentially going to be able to use workflows to trigger actions in other platforms, which will be really, really cool. And last but certainly not least on the major kind of actions of what you'll be able to do with workflows is you'll finally be able to copy contact properties to deal quote and ticket I can't believe this isn't like your number one favorite. I mean, <laughs> I, mean I have been waiting is. for this for so long. Yes. I'm is. like the the copy property vigilante on the HubSpot <laughs> community forum. That idea is like, I'm just nurturing it constantly. I'm getting people to vote it up. 
Apparently I don't have to anymore because we're there. Yeah. (laughs) And as, and as part of it, you can also set and clear deal quote and ticket properties within contact workflows. So it's just, all of these are just making workflows, contact workflows so much easier to use. And man, am I thankful for that. There's another article that they put together that they call like minor updates (laughs) that they're making um, to the system. And there's a document that they put together and there's a couple really cool things in here that I'm, that I'm really excited about. The first one is delays. So they basically updated delays to make it more intuitive of what happens when you edit delays, um, or change them or delete them. That's something that comes up constantly where people create create workflows, they have delays in there, and then they want to change something. They're like, what happens when I do this? <laughs> <laughs> so with the, with the new engine, editing a delay action will have an immediate effect on contacts that are currently sitting in the delay. So when a delay is edited to be longer, contacts in the delay are immediately rescheduled and will wait for the new delay duration before moving to the next action. The new delay will take into account the time that contacts have already waited. Yay! Yay. Holy smokes. <laughs> I'm so happy. I'm happy oh my too. gosh. Uh, <laughs> for example, if a contact has been waiting at a two-day delay for one day, then the delay is extended to three days. The contact will be rescheduled to wait two more days. So three it's like days. Magic. To- it's amazing. Yay. It's like it did the thing that you wanted it to do. <laughs> Yeah. (laughs) And the thing that you expected it to. Yeah. And on the reverse end of that, when a delay is edited to be shorter, contacts that have already waited for the full duration of the new delay will exit the delay and they'll go right on to the next action. If you delete a delay, it will immediately send all contacts in the delay to the next action. Makes total sense. And now if you update the date in a center on a date or center on a date property workflow type, um, the workflow will immediately reschedule any contacts waiting in delays. That's, that's really great. That's really awesome. One of the things that I'm very excited about is (laughs) updated testing for workflows. So now previously when you tested, like you had to have a test contact and it would literally like actually run the contact through the workflow. Now, it won't enroll a contact or execute any of the actions in real time, but it will simulate it in a side panel. So you can choose to receive the emails the workflow would deliver as part of the test to yourself, um, but you're going to be able to, to just see the list of everything that would happen, any delays, if-then branches, all of that um, right in the side panel Oh my gosh, this is, I got to tell you, I, this is, (laughs) I have seen in multiple occasions, uh, someone was testing an internal workflow. So we wanted something to happen. And when a contact, a lead did something, it sent an internal notification email and both times these people in separate occasions, separate companies, someone has tested it with this contact, but they wanted the emails, the contact would receive to just go to themselves, except the person internally, except the emails were intended to be internal. So you couldn't actually tell if it was working or not. And both times they tested it 
they thought it worked. And then the email ultimately went to the lead instead of the internal contact because you can't really tell when you're testing. So I'm so, so happy to see this. This is so cool too. They added a toggle for yes, no to the if then branches. So you can just manually say, hey, this contact does meet the criteria and it will send them through like the yes branch or the no branch. And mm-hmm. you don't have to sit there and try to find contacts that do or don't yes. meet this criteria exactly. in order yeah. to do this. Like if you, especially if you're testing like an email open, yeah. or something like that, an email click and you're like, oh, there's hey, no way for me to possibly email? click this email in a test. Exactly. Um, the, the rotate leads action will be getting an update as well. So if it, you add a user to rotate leads, so let's say you had like three reps and then a new person came on and you added them, they will be assigned the next record that goes through that action. And then the rotation will pick back up where it left off. So the newly added user will keep their place based on when they were first added. Again, it's like, yeah, of course. Why wouldn't it do that? But... <laughs> yeah. A couple of things with the history tab that are pretty cool. So the history page now includes an action column with more details about each action or event that the workflow has executed. There's also um, now workflow revisions in the history tab. So you can see when workflows were changed in the history. Um, If you're troubleshooting something or something like that, wondering why something didn't work and you see like, oh, Nick Bennett went in there and screwed with this and ruined everything. You're able (laughs) to to see that. Uh, You're able to see when you you actually change things. And now each event on the history page is hyperlinked to the specific workflow action that caused the event. So again, the history tab in in workflows really is mostly for troubleshooting. When something goes wrong and you're wondering like what the heck happened and all of these updates just make it that much easier to figure out what the heck happened. That history tab has saved me so much time. (laughs) So many times. Um, There's no longer limits to if then branches. So previously in contact workflows, you could have 19 if-then branches, and that was it. If you had 19 if-then branches, man, that's a workflow. I've done it. Yeah. I've done it. I'm so sorry. It's not, it's not wise. It's like on, <laughs> what episode was it? Like 249 where we talked about over automation? That yeah. was a case of <laughs> we went too far. And it's like, well, if you can't reconnect your branches, then... Sometimes like you could make something way simpler if you could reconnect, but if you can't, just got to keep branching. But they do caution you if you do have a ton of if-then branches, it's probably going to mess with the performance of your workflow, could slow things down and and throw delays in there. Um, But again, hopefully with, you know, merged branches, that will alleviate some of the need to have that many. Um, And You can't zoom out that far. Like I feel yeah. like you can't zoom yeah, exactly. out that far on a workflow you where you're like, this is. You can't zoom out that far and then actually see what's happening. Yeah. <laughs> like, no thanks. So to, to wrap things up, there will be a new interface. Again, it's going to be the same interface as the company uh, deal ticket workflows all look like, um, which is a very nice interface. It's a lot easier, like on the fly out when you're adding actions, it's a lot easier to scroll through all of the different actions because they're kind of horizontally um, 
there's like thin vertically so you can see like a lot more actions rather than them being this big block in the fly out um which is pretty awesome and then there's a couple of things in in settings um so now you can actually execute specific times on specific days for workflow actions to execute so just more granularity which i think is really interesting yeah you can get super specific like i only want this workflow to execute on mondays from 9 to 9 30 a.m um that's pretty cool you know what (laughs) i know someday i i haven't looked too deeply into it but we use seventh seventh sense um, Mm -hmm. to help send our emails in the time that people are most likely to open them. And uh, we have a seventh sense workflow, but I've never actually tried to work seventh sense triggers into an automated email workflow. I've only used it to send like a specific email. That's interesting. Uh, Yeah. Yeah. And last but not least, contact-based workflows will enroll contacts automatically by default. So you're not going to have like the automatic or manual option, but you can always enroll contacts manually at any time in any workflow. So that makes it really nice, especially with things like um, having like the add to workflow action in a chat bot, things like that. Um, You can manually enroll a contact into any contact-based workflow, which is awesome. That was a lot. I do recommend that you go into the show notes and go to the two links for the two articles that really lay all of this out in detail. It's a big deal. We're obviously very excited and very thankful about thankful for it. Um, But I recommend you get in there and dig in for yourself. See for yourself. Well, guys, I am. uh, I'm thankful for all of the episodes that you guys have been on this year any uh any last thoughts you have on on our workflow love fest (laughs) man i i'm just thankful to be able to be in a uh, be at a company be at a community where i can chat with you two and nerd out about this stuff that i love it it's too much fun yeah that's definitely a, a pro too much fun well Lastly, we are thankful for you, our listeners, who keep this show going, who are always excited and passionate about all things HubSpot, all things inbound. You guys in our book are all certified dope. Thanks. Have an awesome Thanksgiving if you're celebrating it. If you're not, hope you just have an amazing Thursday, last Thursday of the month. And until next time, this is Karina Duffy, Nick Bennett, and Stephanie Baiocchi saying to you, get out there and get after it.